Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Alongside Podcast, which is a production of Heritage Baptist Church. The purpose of this podcast is to come alongside other followers of Christ in order to have thoughtful conversations about the gospel, culture, and the church. I'm your host, Mike Crump, one of the pastors here at Heritage, and today I welcome two amazing ladies to the podcast, Heather Cook and Rhonda Hankins. Heather and Rhonda help lead our women's ministry at Heritage and are just a joy to be around, and, and I mean that. I really do. Ladies, welcome to the Alongside Podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited to have you on. And uh, we're going to talk about women's ministries, talking about what's going on in the fall with some Bible studies and looking forward to that. But first, I really just want to hear from you personally. I think one of the reasons I love Alongside and the podcast we do here is we get to hear the stories of how God has transformed lives. And so I'd love just even in brief uh, to hear your testimonies, uh, how you came to know Christ. Whoever would like to go first. All right. Well, I'll go first. All right. I grew up in a strong Bible-believing home. I did have a drug problem as a child. I was drugged to church every time the door was open. <laughs> and so um, when I was about six in an Awana, I, quote, got saved. Uh, but it wasn't until I was about eight and our youth was walking through writing your own testimony. Mm. And I had no content or recollection and then I thought but I'm saved I'm saved and so the Lord started drawing me to him and working on my heart mm. and I remember hearing a, a message at chapel at church and question not questioning but really are you saved and the Lord just used that to really work on me and then one night lying in the bed I finally surrendered to the Lord mm. and through that it's been a sanctification process I can see many milestones in my life where I can see where the Lord has continued to draw me closer and a deeper understanding of mm. him one of the things though as I think of my childhood is watching my parents do Bible study or quiet time. Mm -hmm. I remember going with my mom as a youngster to Bible study at church, and I will always remember to the, the day I die, waking up every morning before school and seeing my dad on his knees, mm -hmm. uh, reading his Bible or praying, and how I have strived to have that. Wow. But it's hard to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have faltered and failed many, many, many times, but the goal is to know him better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I think that, um, that shows the importance of a, a parents, even though it's imperfect as parents, we all know our imperfections very well, but showing that striving towards that goal and imitating that to our children, that they can see that, um, even in our weakness, we serve a mighty God who is able to be with us and, and uh, strengthen us. So, um, that's wonderful. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much. Rhonda, how about yourself? So I also grew up in a Christian home, and what a blessing that was mm. to be um, at church every week and learning the rhythms of having church as part of our um, family life. Mm -hmm. um, but I never really learned how to study the Bible until I was a young married woman. Mm. So um, before that, I would just read a chapter and there's certainly nothing wrong with yeah. just reading a chapter but i never really um, learned how to go deeper in god's word until i started doing a bible study as a young mom mm. and um, that's what has given me a passion for women's ministry because it was in that context that i began to um, 
learn how to study God's word. Mm. And it was when I was studying his word and not simply reading his word that my life began to look more like Christ and Mm. my mind was transformed. Um, So as a young mom, I tried to attend Bible studies as much as I could Mm -hmm. and um, and then um, just allow that to transform the kind of mother and wife that I was. But as I look back at my um, childhood, my parents also were were in the word. Mm-hmm. However, it was like it was their own faith mm-hmm. and they weren't necessarily speaking about it in the home. So that's one thing that I've tried to do a little bit differently as a as a mom is when I read God's word um, and I'm studying on my own, but then talking about it mm. um, in my family with with my children, with my husband. Yeah. We don't necessarily have our, our quiet times together, but yeah. but we're talking about it through throughout the day. And uh, so that has given me a passion for women's ministry to help other women to know how to not just read God's word, mm-hmm but to study it and unapply it. Yeah. And that's that's a good perspective. I, I think, um, and I, I know Bible study is a big part of women's ministry and what you all uh, have available, um, but not just reading. That distinction between reading, because you know we can sit down, we can read God's Word, and it can be just like we're reading any other book. You know, I'm going to read to just get through. i got to get my chapter done. I'm going to check it off. But when you study the Word of God, and you open it up, and you you pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what it is God is saying. It truly is transformative in mm-hmm. um, in many ways. Mm-hmm. So that that's a great distinction yeah. um, about it. There have been so many times when I would um, be in the Word, and and I would close it and go about my day, and several hours later, I would think, "What did I even read? <laughs> like I couldn't re- yep. even remember, um, unless it was." Um, continuing to be in my mind mm. and on my heart throughout the day. Yeah. And yeah. So we've, we've shared about your testimonies. How did you guys end up at Heritage? How did your families end up here at Heritage? And how long have you been here? We've been here 11 years. Okay. And um, we actually knew several teenagers that came to Heritage, and we thought they were great teenagers. So we thought, hey, we need to go there, and maybe <laughs> we would also have – great teenagers <laughs> and uh so that speaks for our children's ministry and our youth ministry here yeah. at heritage and that that was the draw for us gotcha gotcha yeah. very nice well i'm a lynchburg native been here all my life and i grew up in another church here in town great church yeah and uh, after i graduated a local high school went away for a year and i came back and you always want to dip your toes and see what else is out mm-hmm. there and i was really having a hard time plugging in as a, as a young person, not just a teenager at the church I grew up in. And so I made uh, the trip around town, got to visit some churches, but I knew some people that came here to Heritage, and that was back in 1999, and I've been here ever since. Awesome, awesome. And y'all have been involved in Heritage in many different ways. Um, I know, Heather, you you get up and lead worship with our uh, Blast Zone worship team, which is always a, a blessing to see. And uh, now, Rhonda, you've uh, you've been involved in all sorts of things as well with uh, DCs and, and mm-hmm. helping lead in that. And uh, and now, women's ministry, of course, y'all are involved in as well. So let's let's dive into women's ministry a little bit. Why is women's ministry an important part of 
what we do here at Heritage and I would say even the body of Christ in general. Well, we as a women's ministry team feel like it's important for us to carry out the vision of Pastor Nathan. So um, we try to um, follow along the vision that he is casting and then help our women apply it in the context of their life. Mm. So um, that's kind of where we are headed. Well, and Scripture speaks that the older women should teach, instruct the younger women. Mm. And that's where women's ministry can fall in place is no matter what your stage of life, you know, I'm not as old as Rhonda, but I can still, (laughs) there are people younger than me that I can pour into. And I certainly grow leaps and bounds from those who are a step ahead of me. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. In community, there is great uh, joy, but there is also great teaching and it admonition towards one another and and I love the generational teaching and learning I mean I think there's so much to be found in that for sure Um, when it comes to women's ministry obviously as we were just talking about a little bit ago Bible study is a big part of that and um, you have Bible studies on the horizon even for uh, women's ministry so tell me a little bit about uh, some of the details of Bible studies that are that are coming up soon so COVID as it's changed many rhythms, it has also changed Bible study. And so uh, before COVID, it was every Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. uh, we would meet as a big group. Uh, but since that, the Lord has given us an opportunity to hold it in our homes. Mm. And so we've been very blessed to partner with a lot of great women in our church who have opened up their home and are leading the studies. And so now when we say a study, um, it's not your classical that we've done a lot in the past where you purchase this book and you mm-hmm. watch these videos. The heart that we've had is we want everybody to learn to study God's word on their own. Mm. And that's a daunting task if you don't have the tools. Yeah. And so what we have strived to do is to pick either a book or a passage of God's word and we'll follow this easy method where we just look at the text itself and then yes you can pull in from other commentaries or whatnot after you've done the work but we really want to teach our ladies and empower our ladies to really dig into god's word on their own and not necessarily rely on someone to spoon feed them Mm. you know that reminds me of uh, pastor nathan's message uh, just a couple weeks ago i believe he talked about that very thing and the importance of self-feeding you know if you want to get to that meat of god's word you can't just wait for somebody to spoon feed you there's a time and a place for that as we grow in christ but there comes a point where you want that good stuff diving deep into it you really have to learn how to navigate god's word and uh, pull that meat out there so that's wonderful but you don't stop there. No. Yes, I want to dig in on my own, but there is beauty in the community of mm. God. And when God says, when it says in Psalms, taste and see that the mm. Lord is good. Well, I can taste what I have had on my plate that the Lord has gifted me with. But oh, when Rhonda shares what she's tasted yeah. and mm. seen, that gives me an even fuller picture of God's word. And when God reveals himself to me, he's going to reveal him differently to you. And so bringing that together and bringing all of our perspectives grounded on God's word mm-hmm. gives us a much beautiful and complete bigger picture of who he is. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So what passage are y'all studying this time around or what book? 
I'm so glad you asked. Well, you know, I try. <laughs> so we're doing a little thing different this fall is we have picked 10 of David's Psalms. Oh, wow. And so we are going to dig into those, but we're also going to pair that with its Samuel or King's passage okay. so that we can see, hey, this is the historical content written most likely around this psalm. And David provides us with... Um, a lot of emotions. Yes, he does. As he walks through life. And we all, male or female, we walk with a lot of emotion too. But the question is, where is our focus? Mm. And that's what, Don, what every psalm says, here's the problem. Oh, why don't you do this, Lord? But then, oh, you are my rock. Mm. You are all that I need. It brings us back into focus. So we're going to look at several, 10 different ways uh, that David struggled, succeeded, and sometimes failed. Yeah. And what yeah. we can learn from that. Beautiful, beautiful. The Psalms are rich. I love, uh, I love being able to jump into those and, and study. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're we're very excited about this new model that we have been using since COVID, and um, we we realize that in the past we've done really great studies mm-hmm. by Jen Wilkin or Priscilla Shire, and but what we were doing was we were just um, answering the questions that they gave us. Mm. And so we realize we we want our women to be able to just open their Bible and learn to study God's Word without somebody else asking them what to look for. Yeah. So um, that's kind of our new model. It's just it's pretty much an inductive method of mm-hmm. just looking at what does the text say. Now, what does the text mean? And then finally, what what does it do to transform my life? With the key question being, what do we learn about God? Yeah. Or where do we see Jesus in this passage? Yeah. And then we come together and we get to discuss. And it's been really a lot of fun to just practice this new model and uh, to share with one another what we're all learning Mm. without somebody else just telling us what to look for. Yeah. Yeah. I think learning how to ask the right questions about Scripture is so key. I think when we approach it, just knowing, oh, you mean I can I can ask that about the scriptures, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's where you find so much richness, mm-hmm. and um, and I love that, especially if you can come together like you're talking about in community and be able to share what it is, because um, I know we've we've got a small group where we do a similar thing, uh, like a Discover Bible study, and you're asking questions, and it's amazing what God shares and provides um, illumination through those conversations. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So when is, um, is this something you have to register for? Is this something that uh, you know you just show up at? How's it work for uh, getting involved? Well, we'll start this in September. We're mm-hmm. still ironing out all the details, but yes, you will need to register. There'll be options where uh, no childcare will be offered. And then we, yes, we'll have some where if you are coming during the day and you need to bring your little ones that we will provide for that as well. But because of the logistics of that it does require that we um, have a little bit of a sign up and that will be made public on the hub, okay. excuse me, the hub, as well as the Facebook page of women's ministry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all that can be found at hbclynchburg.com slash hub. And uh, all that will be there uh, when it's time to do so. And you can sign up and uh, be part of that, which is always exciting. Um, now, you two have also been involved with uh, the Anna Group, right, that uh, the church has done. And, uh, it, you know, that is something not a lot of people know about, maybe. But uh, tell us a little bit, because I was part of the guy's version of that. And it was torturous at times, <laughs> because especially the bowl of wrath. 
you know, did you guys mm. have to do the bowl of wrath? Wrath is not spilled on women. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Anna group was such a blessing and uh, such an answer to prayer. Mm. We, uh, several of us were trying to brainstorm about how we could bring someone into the church to teach us as teachers how to teach the yeah. Bible. And then Pastor Nathan offered to do that for us that he was going to teach us. So Pastor Nathan and Pastor Jeff spent nine months mm. um, walking. Uh, I think there were 12 or 14 of us through um, just how to teach the Bible and how to just hold God's word in high regard. Mm. And um, it was just so humbling to um, have him invest in our women that are going to be teaching and and teaching in all different contexts some of our teachers are teachers to children and some are teachers to women and so um it was just we felt so cared for by our pastors um that they were willing to do that and uh to teach us how to teach god's word it was very humbling yeah well i know just uh from even their testimonies and just uh you know maybe catching glimpses here and there that we have some incredible dynamic teachers uh, within the the women's ministry and i know that our uh, women's ministry is a blessed ministry for sure because of all the uh, wonderful godly women who are part of it Um, you two included of course Um, and so it's just uh, wonderful to hear what god is doing and how he has continued to equip and prepare his people in uh, every demographic um, how can we as a church be praying for women's ministry? What is it something, what, what is it that we can be praying for, for you all as you really coming out of COVID kind of things changed a little bit, a lot of adjustment, a lot of change and uh, transitioning back into the fall. How can we be praying for you? Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> we, we need all the prayers we can get, um, we, we definitely um, try to lead this um, as the Spirit leads us. Then we are leading our women and following along with um, Pastor Nathan's vision for our church. And so um, things did change with COVID. And um, a couple of the things that we were doing um, aren't around anymore. And just learning how to do um, things uh, currently with Uh, Bible studies, a lot of them being in the home, that's Mm -hmm. something different. Um, So we just need wisdom and guidance as things start back up again. Um, We do have a brand new ministry to our widows Mm. that just kicked off really last month. Wonderful. And, um, you know, we're commanded to look after our widows. So uh, we're just trying to reach out and just let them know that our church loves them and and some of the time, it's our widows ministering to our widows. So oh, wow. it's not uh, just uh, non-widows that are serving in this mm-hmm. ministry. And uh, so um, that's been really exciting. Um, we have over 80 widows in our wow. church body. And so it takes a lot of people to come alongside and help yeah. serve in that area. So we need uh, wisdom and how to best do that to make them feel loved and appreciated mm-hmm. and connected and some of them are at home a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are very active in our church body, and and they're doing some of the ministry. So that's that's very exciting. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. 
And, and we just want to make sure every woman at Heritage knows that they're important, mm. not because of who they are, but, but whose they are. Mm-hmm. And everybody's in a different season, whether you've got little teeny tiny ones, whether you're a single woman or whether you're an empty nester, but we all have value and we all have a role to play in the church and in God's body. And so our desire as women's ministry is to offer a catalyst for you to dig into the church, to get involved, Mm. whether it's with Bible study or something completely different, but we are all of value. Mm. And sometimes we think that because of the stage in life we're in, we don't have room for anything else. And but there can you could still be used of God even Amen. while you're ministering to your little ones. Take them with you and model, like mm-hmm. Rhonda said, with our widows. That's what a great opportunity to love on them yeah. and teach our kids at the same time. So no matter who you are, we're all his. Mm-hmm. And we all strive to build the body and carry on his purpose. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, the last couple of years, we've really been emphasizing gospel partnership. Mm-hmm. And that just, what our definition of that is pursuing and proclaiming Christ together for his glory. And so we we want to do things in partnership. Our, our culture says, you know, be an individual, yeah. do your own thing. But we need each other. Mm-hmm. We are the body of Christ and we need to come alongside each other. We all have different gifts. We need to be using our gifts. Mm. We need to be helping others identify their gifts and use them. So working together in partnership, it's so empowering because you have someone with you. You're not alone and Mm. uh, someone to stand there and pray with you or for you as you're as you're speaking or or using your gift. And uh, so doing things in partnership. We love that. And we want to encourage everyone to find their area where where they're gifted to use their gifts for God's glory mm. and to pull somebody alongside and, and uh, coach them and train them up and mentor them also. Amen. We're not, we were not meant to do this alone. Uh, first and foremost, we have Christ who is our great high priest who abides with us through his spirit. We also have the church. Mm-hmm. And we have one another. And I think there, I love that admonition that, that, that we are to do this together. Mm-hmm. We come alongside to take the name of this podcast, right? We come alongside one another because that is what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And there is great joy in community. Can there be, you know, friction at times, of course, you know, but uh, that's how we grow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I'm grateful for what you two mm-hmm. are doing, uh, for what the min- women's ministry is doing, and look forward to seeing just the fruitfulness of that ministry, the abiding in God's word, the community together, and how that is going to just impact lives for decades. Mm-hmm. And um, so thank you both for all that you do here mm-hmm. at the church. Really appreciate it. Now it's time for my special deck of cards. Uh-oh. Are you ready? <laughs> Bring it on. All right. So uh, hopefully th- these can be serious. These can be funny. Um, these can be discarded <laughs> depending on what I pull. Um, oh, here we go. Okay. And this, this will go for both of you. Okay. If you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do? So if you had a full-time assistant who just followed you around, what would be their primary task? Oh, this isn't my kid that follows no, me No, no, this isn't the kid. Oh, okay. This is someone who's here to help. At, at, they can do anything. I already have my, my answer. 
We'll share. Yeah. They would fold every bit of laundry in the house is what they would oh. do. That, that's, I just, I can't stand, that's one chore I just can't stand doing. So I would have them do that all I day I think long. I would have my assistant answer every mom question. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Mom, 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 mom. <laughs> that's what I would do. Wow. Goodness, I just don't even know. I was going to say it'd be nice to have somebody to go to the grocery store for me. I like to cook, but yeah. I really don't, don't like going to the grocery store. So that would be nice. Okay. <laughs> that, hey, I, I'm all for that as well. That's why I'm so thankful for our modern age and, uh, you know, pick up groceries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, it has spoiled Amy and I greatly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I, what I hate is then having to bring them all inside and put them away. Mm. So. Still trying to figure that out. But that's why I had kids, I think. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that the Lord gave me such wonderful children. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you both so very much for joining me here on the Alongside Podcast. Uh, we will be praying, and I would encourage all those who are listening, please take time, even as you're listening to this, and to, to pray for women's ministry, to pray for these two ladies and uh, all the leaders um, who are helping take care of the women and uh, the widows and all those who are involved in this ministry. It is exciting to see what God is doing and what he is going to do. So be in prayer for them. Well, this has been another episode of the Alongside podcast. For more details on Alongside, including show notes and links to things we discussed in today's podcast, you can visit us at alongsidepodcast.com. I'm your host, Mike Crump. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you'll join us next time as we continue to come alongside other followers of Christ in order to have thoughtful conversations about the gospel, culture, and the church.